Hey, Mo. Yes, Mike. So we were chatting at the as the first weekend of the Olympics now ends, and you know, me and you, we've decided to just do a space heater chat tonight. And I wanted to start just chatting about this by talking about a couple of quotes I remembered that rung in my head while watching the opening ceremonies late or early morning on Friday. And for reference, I think I only got a couple hours of sleep because I decided to get up early to watch the opening ceremonies live. And a good chunk of it's blurry, but these words kind of rung, and albeit they were at the beginning of the broadcast. There was these words. CBC journalist Adrian Arsenault, who's on the ground in Tokyo, she did her the usual spiel and speech that kind of like, it's sort of like the essays, the philosophical essays that sometimes start big-time sports broadcasts. Stephen Brunt is famous for them. She said this something to this effect. She said, this is an Olympics that's being held despite protests. This is an Olympics that's going to happen because of contract and because of principle. And then a few minutes later, Mark Takamoto, who was there, who's contributing to the CBC broadcasts in little segments called Sugoi Tokyo, just talking about Japanese culture. He kind of added the phrase, to the Japanese, this is a matter of honor. And I thought those... Those but two it, phrases but, stuck out to me, but 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 is it a, a matter of honor? I feel like, I, I mean, it's more contractual than honor, I guess. I don't know. See, <laughs> we are. I think we've come to this point in the last decade or so where we twist the concept of honor, where. The idea kind of gets twisted, and and that's a word I'll use when we say that. The idea of honor can be twisted into not-so-honorable concepts, if you know what I mean. Exactly, exactly. It's it's the whole uh, righteous revolutionary fighting for freedom of the homeland or something. I mean, I it's 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 the it's the ill-minded. It's the not ill-minded, but the um, misguidedness of honor, right? I mean. It's, we live in the 21st century, you know, capitalism is what it is. Honor really isn't shit. I mean, part of my French, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I, I, I feel bad for anyone who lives in that mindset where they think that honor will get them anywhere. It's, it's not, I would like for that to be the case, but it's not. Um, and, and this, these Olympics, I feel like, I mean, they're happening. I, I enjoy the Olympics. It's once every four two years i guess if you count winter but it's it's a fun international thing right i mean it's just i feel so like heartbroken for japan about this like they're 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 put in a impossible position where uh, you know the olympics under the best of circumstances is a, a money drain but <laughs> combine that with a once in a century pandemic you know you're you're looking at uh bankrupting an entire nation I, I know that'll be more of a debate later on, and maybe when we talk about that type of fallout, 
I, I'd like the others to get in on that conversation. So for sure, we'll put that one out. For sure, we'll talk our theories there. And, and, but you, when you put, said all that just now, another phrase from the opening uh, ceremony broadcast on CBC came into my head as well, which was, this is a party Japan was asked to put on, but in the end, it's one that they're not invited to. Nope, they are not. I mean, to be fair, no one's invited to this party. Yeah, but it's it's a little bit odd, surreal. And when you watch that opening ceremony, and as I said, I saw bits and pieces of it uh, as I slowly started to wake up on Friday. It was frankly quite depressing, too. It was still quite the spectacle. It was still... In many it's respects, very, all things it, being equal, fun to watch. Exactly. It was very nice. I mean, it's a nice show. It, it, it reminded me of uh, Beijing in 08 and how spectacular that opening was, you know, aside from all the Chinese. Oh, and here's the, <laughs> here's the whole honor and saving face aspect to this. I think this is happening also because it's there's this reminder that two years down the road, oh, not two years, less than a year down the road. Winter, yeah. The Winter Olympics in Beijing. Yep. And I think it's a cultural, like, it's a salvo of sorts. They know, like, like, Tokyo does does not, does not want, or Japan, maybe the government, Hmm. just doesn't want to see themselves get upstaged. They will. They're going to get upstaged by Beijing regardless. A hundred thousand percent. I guarantee you that whatever Beijing's putting on is like, Six times the size or whatever the choke and, and, and they have the better run. And, and frankly, they're going to have the better runway, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, what do you think the under over is on mass boycotts of Beijing in uh, 2024? Or sorry, 2022. Yeah. Very low, I think. I it's, don't know, man. I don't know. For me, like, I. <laughs> I, I honestly like, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was okay, going to say just give just, me just your just, thought and then I'll give you uh, I'll give you mine. Sure. For, for the way I see it is it all kind of hinges on uh the US and if shit gets fucked up enough in the US um then you know they might just use cuz they're currently using Japan not, they're currently using China as like a scapegoat for all the bad stuff in America, right? So I feel like if it gets still boiling point of some kind, you know, maybe this this economic recovery doesn't go the way it's supposed to go. Maybe a, a fifth or four, maybe a fifth wave comes through or something. I can, I can easily see the U.S. Uh, maybe boycotting the Winter Olympics. And if that happens, I feel like everyone else is going to have to boycott as well, right? Like, imagine if Canada went, but the U.S. didn't go. Like, asterisks forever, I guess. Well, that's where 84, 80, and 84. Exactly. But And I'll go back there in a few minutes. In many respects, maybe it should have happened here. Not necessarily boycotts, just people not going. But, and now this comes back, and then now coming back to 80 and 84, I think Jimmy Carter has been on record as saying in recent years, he sort of regrets that decision because it deprived a, I wouldn't say generation of athletes, but it deprived a lot of people of their fame, of their Olympic moment. Dude, and it never I mean, came a, and like those that there were, there's this, 
I saw this documentary about a photo done in an abandoned parking lot, I think it was. And it was the entire Olympic team that was going to go to Moscow in 1980. And that's the only team photo that was ever taken because the boycott was announced not too long after that. And they focused in on athletes who were supposed to go, who many said were supposed to have been famous and they never went and they never got another chance. And I think that's part of Jimmy Carter's regret. There were names in all that that were supposed to we were that were supposed to have become household names in the 80s, historic figures. The next Bruce Jenner apparently was amongst them because I think that the 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 Americans top decathlete was still was favored but he didn't get to go. And I, I those are things that sort of ring. And I'm not and I guess uh, there's a version of that in the Soviet Union as well when 84 came along or the Eastern Bloc countries when you know, when the the favor was returned, right, right, and and, and I feel I feel like really bad about that because it's like they mentioned in the opening ceremony when he's like, these people aren't going to have professional careers after this. Like, they're not going to go back to millions. They're not going to become. They're not going to be put on Wheaties boxes or something. You had a lot of these people who may happen to place well or may happen to win a medal. That's the highlight of their entire career. Then they're going to go off and I don't know sell shoes or something <laughs> never had their moment they never had their moment and i think that's sort of why we we're not seeing this happen this year in tokyo because in the end in its most pure form these olympics are supposed to be about the athletes the and spirit of competition yeah spirit of competition and sometimes and, and now that they're happening I'm doing my best to focus in on the athletes. They didn't ask for any of this. And in many respects, many of them have trained, you know, as the cliche goes, an entire lifetime for this moment. And for many of them, it'll never come again. No. And they they, they had one shot, one opportunity, you know, to... to, um... And in many respects, it's not their fault. Oh God, no, no, no! I mean, it, it's circumstances' fault, or some, or somebody really bumbling it. We can debate that from 1980 and 84. We can debate that in this pandemic of the last year plus too. So, and it'll be all clear up just in time for Beijing, right? Oh my God! <laughs> it could Dude, be. It, what 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 are the chances of there being like a new coronavirus just before Beijing? Yeah, you know, sorry, this is like a, a major segue uh, off of Olympics, but like uh, Trump is back in the news for whatever freaking reason, and they're talking about prosecuting him and maybe calling him like a war criminal or something like that. And in my mind, I'm thinking he's done a lot of fucked up shit. If they're gonna indict him or arrest him or prosecute him or anything of that nature, it's in their best interest to wait until like 2023, 2024, you know, when he's like, in the rings of campaign and be like, screw you, Trump, you're under investigation and so-and-so. I'd say just do it once and do it right. No, no, that's, that, come that's, on. That's, oh, no, no, for me, that's always been like my own mantra. Take your time. Build your uh, case. Uh, it, 
it's 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 honestly i feel like there there is no case to build and if there is a case to build no one's gonna believe it it's it's one of those things where well no 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 the thing is i think too many people on both sides are dug into their exactly dug into the their heels as yep. to how they feel about this i'm telling you man it's a it's a tinder box down there man the u.s is just like a, a, a spark away from just you know hunger games in themselves uh, yeah, although the border is going to open to them, they'll allow them into oh, Canada. But the irony is, um, no Canadian not, can go down there just yet. How? I mean, do you want to go down there? I guess <laughs> amongst the unvaccinated. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know yet. It's not a question for me because, well, frankly, I can't afford it. I'm still I'm still recovering uh, from uh, and needing uh, needing my own current work just to still make make ends meet. Okay, so you kind of gave me your feelings about the Olympics in general, right? And you want to repeat them before I go through mine again? Like, how do you feel that this is happening? So, You're, as a fan, I, just I, as I, a fan, as a fan, I like the Olympics. The Olympics are fun. They're once every four years. You'd see sports that you normally don't get to see, like. Three on three basketball or skateboarding or <laughs> my new favorite sport, um, Macy cycling, M- Madison cycling. Yeah, Madison cycling. Awesome. It's, a, it's, it's a relay event where two people cycle, but they hold hands while cycling for some reason, like a slingshot. Is, that, type. is this seriously an event? <laughs> it is. It's a new event. They, 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 they discontinued it for a while, but then they brought it back for some reason. I'm going to say this. I, I got to look this up. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the link, but it's it's pretty funny. But yeah, like that, that's the cool thing about the Olympics, right? And also the the fact that this year it's in Japan, so there's a time difference, and CBC has finally got their shit together and has like a decent um, web portal, so we can watch all this stuff live. Um, it, it's it's cool. I, I enjoy it. Keep in mind, some of that is also just resistance of the IOC too in the past. Sure, like they sure. they were they they were notorious for their resistance to streaming technology up until. Well, it's, it's fairly recent, probably at most within the last decade. Could have happened as soon as Vancouver, I think. But, or as far but, back as Vancouver. But why? We had the rights, but not before that. And, we, and the technology was there before 2010 to, to allow for a version of this. But right. then things really started to become more robust as time has, has gone. I think for it's sure. more close. I think we are thinking more closer to 2014 when Sochi came along, when we start to get good web portals and good web options to watch these things. But they, in the IOC was always insistent that TV be front and center in the way the public consume these things. And that's sort of the, well, with no fans this time around, it is quote unquote, that made for TV Olympics as we've, uh, as a, and which is now becoming a bit of a cliche, but then the web stuff, you know, it's funny. It's it, it's really funny. We've I, over the last twenty years, I think since two thousand two, I've heard the term host broadcast services or Olympic broadcast services, OBS, World Feed, the World Feeds. That's basically what you're seeing on these web portals, right? And sometimes they put you can supplement that, like all the pictures coming from the host broadcaster the international feed and then you and then depending on where you are you can add your own commentary to it 
whenever soccer happens, a major soccer tournament happens and is broadcast in Canada, this is to all our American listeners out there, both of you. Canada cannot, most of the time, cannot afford their own commentators. So whenever we see something like a World Cup match or the Euro matches, we, uh, during the play-by-play, the commentary during the matches themselves, they're provided by whoever is assigned to do that on behalf of the host broadcaster, whether it's FIFA or OBS or UEFA as it was at Euro. So there's a dedicated pool of, wor- of you know, for the English world feed, right? ESPN probably had their John Champions or whoever else is uh, assigned to Euro. And same thing with Fox, although people like to, you know, argue the merits of using American commentators during the World Cup, which was which is what happened in 2018. CTV, who who has the rights, and CBC before that, and CTV again, they will use FIFA's own commentators for the play-by-play, unless it's Canada, then Luke Wildman ends up calling the game, right? And a lot of and they and many of them have grown into culta into culta status. Names like Steve Banyard, Martin Tyler, who called the final for uh, of Euro, John Helm, who had been who's like probably the uh, elder statesman of this of this group, and apparently should have re- should have retired in 2018, but now there's hints that he'll return if. FIFA wants him to return to do Qatar, uh, Qatar next year. And the names, and I could keep rifling off names if I remember them off the top of my head, but you kind of know what I mean. And, and many of them have become cult heroes and known to, uh, known to fans by name, but many of them have never seen their faces, Right. Although John John Helm was kind of notorious because of his the way he had a habit of sometimes inhaling and you can hear him breathing in on air on air, it was especially um, uh, noticeable during the 2010 World Cup. Basically, uh, every 30 seconds, right? <laughs> right, right. It was it was it was a punchline at the time, along with the Vuvuzelas. Okay. My oh own, man, Vuvuzelas! Wow. <laughs> my own memory of the of the Olympics. And as a kid, I grew up enjoying the little, the spectacle. And yes, coming down to watching all those weird sports that we never hear about. And curling for, isn't one of them because, you know, up here in Canada, curling is, Dude. is an obsession. Oh, but hearts tournament, the hearts the, tournament, the, heart, the, the tournament of hearts and the briar are big, yeah. are, are ratings winners. And that's why TSN has the rights in, in perpetuity. <laughs> once again another thing they took away from cbc aside from the gray cup god so and and, but i know that curling is a once in four year obsession or curiosity to a lot of americans unless you're in the in northern states like minnesota or maryland because that simpsons upset about it and wisconsin right but you grow up and you have this obvious fascination and you love the spectacle and in my case, the production values, because boy, it's fun to watch on television. And you know how I take fascination with sport with, with the presentation of sports broadcasts. 
And then you grow a little older and then, you know, you have that no Virginia, there is no Santa Claus moment when you find out just how corrupt it is <laughs> in the, in the background that you start to learn about names like Juan Antonio Samaranch or Jao Havalanche, the, uh, to a lesser degree, Jacques Rogue. To a bigger degree, uh, who was the guy uh, who ran FIFA? Seth oh, Blatter. Bl- black, right? Black, black, black. Yeah. Seth Blatter. I mean, but he was just bad, so that's, that's kind of well, like... Well, yeah, it's all different levels of bad, I think. He was like ninth level and, of hell bad? And, and, they, and they demand that they be treated like, like heads of state wherever God. they go. You know, I never, it, 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 I never understood the arrogance, that. <laughs> exactly. the arrogance knows no bounds with, with these, these groups, right? Nope. And, and that's what ruins it. Yeah. In the end, it's still supposed to be about the athletes. And now that it's, ha- it's going on, you know, Thomas Bach, please stay in the background for a little bit, right? Dick Pound, please stay in the background. Some of the stuff he has been known to say like, he's the longest-serving member now of the IOC. He's Canadian. And I come away sometimes with some of the interviews that he's pulled off in the last couple months and wondered, it feels like he's put his foot in his mouth sometimes. Fans don't matter sometimes now? Or it's irrelevant? It's, it really has nothing to do with things now? Okay, I should double-check that article. But I, I just know... One of them just did not sit right. And he was considered the good guy in the IOC for a long time. Sorry, I guess there is no Santa Claus. But, and and sometimes you have to also look at, like, keep in mind, we want to have this conversation, me and you, Mo, as we were watching bits and pieces of the opening ceremony, right? Yep. And you remember when a couple weeks ago when we talked about how the use of Japanese intellectual properties, pop culture properties, was nicely blowing up (laughs) into bad PR PR for everybody involved in it, whether it be the organizing committee to the studios themselves. And the studios ended up being in a bit of a defensive mode. But you knew... Like, but then thing, all these things start to come out during the Parade of Nations. We Dude. all noticed. It, we quickly figured out, <laughs> was that, was that dra- the Dragon's Quest theme being played in the background? Oh, Final, wait, Final uh, Fantasy? Final Fantasy, yep, yep. <laughs> Ace Combat? Sonic? Really? Pretty cool. Uh, I think there's a, l- l- let's go through some of the names. Monster Hunter, Final Fantasy, Ace Combat, we mentioned that. Chrono Trigger, Fantasy Star, Near Soul Calibur, pretty cool, pretty cool list. I mean, they they had some Kingdom Hearts in there, some Monster Hunter. Who was missing? Uh, That's a good question. What is missing? Anything from Nintendo. Ah, true, true. See, we we wondered about this. I, I, I sort of wondered about this one. And... Well, keep in mind, Nintendo figured prominently during the real closing ceremony. Yes, they did. Mario made his big appearance. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And apparently he was played by Shinzo Abe, the prime minister at the time. 
can can we blame the Tokyo Olympics on Shinjo Abe? Can we just say it's his fault? What's happening? I think I think Yoshihide Suga would like to right now because this is his like like this is this is all that's going on. This is this is the shadow, the backdrop now in terms of Tokyo because obviously going back to the controversy of having this Olympics. A lot of people are just accusing the central government of just having their priorities wrong. There's your because of contract, because of obligation, because of honor. What's the other word I said? What's the other word uh, I said? I think honor and contract were the two big ones. Principle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Principle, principle. Right? Stubborn, yeah. but it's a it's a stubborn principle that may have, you know, as I said, it's twisted. It's twisted, and maybe we prioritize it somewhere where it shouldn't be, True. or at least arguably shouldn't be, right? Yeah. But you know, we I, we just I just did not sit too surprised as to where you know where that we're hearing all these things. We're hearing, we heard video game music during the uh, opening ceremonies. Yeah, the animated shorts they made. Um, oh, yeah, so, yeah, that's right. James put, the, put up an animated short. Forever, tom- tomorrow. We'll put, up, we'll put up the link. We'll put it up in, this, in the entry here, too. Tom- tomorrow's Leaves, or as I like to call it. Um, um, what did I say it was? It was, uh, it was Captain Planet Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, other... Thing. Well, oh, going back to the Nintendo line, right? Why didn't we hear Nintendo music in all of that, in that uh, whole thing? Maybe I'm pretty sure. I, I'm wondering if Nintendo, what Nintendo got out of being depicted in the closing ceremonies five years ago, if anything, just a lot of publicity. I mean, what was Nintendo doing back then? Did the Switch come out back then? Switch, uh, I think, was... 2018? Uh, I don't think the Switch... Wait. Maybe the buzz was was starting to begin during concerning the Switch. Double check when the Switch came out. All, all, all six of our listeners are bleeding. Like, oh, 2017. There you go. Okay, yeah. So the Switch was... Yeah, in, the... in the hype area. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you're, I know you have the Olympics on, in the background there, and so do I uh, as well. So, what's happening right now? I think it's swimming. No, swimming. I did. Well, what is what's currently happening? Uh, well, my mom oh, just my she's boss. getting her she's getting her uh, her her gold medal. Yeah, yeah we we just watched uh, Maggie McNeil win gold for Canada in the one hundred breaststroke. Take, or, take sorry, that. not breaststroke, the butterfly. Pardon me. Yeah, yeah it was butterfly. Yeah, take that other competitors well us <laughs> australia china china was actually a, a chinese swimmer was actually one of the favorites in this too so it's yeah pretty cool there has been this line of major sponsors kind of now downplaying a lot of their marketing during this Olympics because they think it's bad for business. Toyota was was well publicized that they pull their domestic ads. Yeah, which which I don't understand. Like, like why? 
Is it just they just didn't want to be associated with the Olympics? Is I, there think still- that's, I think it's an association thing right now because it's such bad PR. And, I, and, and going back to the Nintendo question, that's, that's my first blush when I hear about it, when I really start to think about it. Otherwise, they'd be there, I think, in some form. I mean, they're, they're still kind of there, not not Nintendo, but Tokyo. I mean, they're, they're on all the the bumpers, I guess. Like their little their logo is like everywhere. I'm just curious. Is is it like hedging their bets, maybe? So they're like kind of there, but not fully there. It's it seems weird. No, it's one, it's one of those. We're at this point, but we can we don't have to go all the way, right? Just showing that flex, you know. We're we're we're, we're uh. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> something else altogether. We're Toyota, man. We're so powerful. Look at us. Uh, it's just, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking that could be part of the story in terms of Nintendo's lack of presence. But that said, hmm. That said, you know, with all the, all the references to video games and there are were have been a couple anime ones as well yep yep because what is it uh, haiku? theme songs from haiku have been featured at the volleyball venue slam dunk basketball attack on titan archery ghost in the shell during the judo competition at budokan soundtracks from that so the usage is all like it's still going on, and is this being is this all coincidental or is this being opportunistic? I mean, a little bit of I column think- A, a little bit of column B. I, I, honestly, I, it's one of those things where it's like it's it's what Japan is known for. It's, it's imagine having the Olympics in another country where one of the things culturally that they're known for around the world isn't presented during any of that stuff. I mean, it'd be kind of like. Beyond eye raising, I guess. Yeah. Well, I I I I, I go more on the opportunistic side myself, but because keep in mind, once again, Japanese IP was already being used. True. 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 Before all this, right? Yeah. So it's no coincidence, and it's well known that the IOC wants to try and appeal to a younger crowd. Three X three. Skateboarding, surfing, <laughs> sport climbing. They're all in this year. Sport climbing. I just, I, I like that. I mean, it's, it's surfing too. It's like, it's just, it's, 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 it's evolving, you know? Yeah, no, it's part and parcel with what they, what they're trying to do anyway. So the mar- so the use of the, the use, the pop culture references, not a coincidence, nope. not at all. Nope. They're just trying to do that. I mean, we're going to see here the rap, we're going to hear all the hip hop rock, rock, and rap music all you want during well you probably heard a lot of it already in the uh, in the in the skateboard park competition yesterday the women's version of that's going on now i believe yeah yeah, yeah. i mean they're 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 they're, they're kicking but i think japan won japan won gold in that yep i mean it's it's just, it's just cool because it's like they don't look like athletes but then you gotta remember their sport they're playing and it's like oh yeah that makes sense yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a hardcore skater, yeah, sure, you have a bunch of tattoos and stuff, right? I mean, it's it's the look is the look. Yeah, Maybe cool. there's a part of me that says, okay, what took so long too? Because snowboarding was added to the. Ironically, I think the first steps were snowboarding in '98 when the Olympics were 
the Winter Olympics were in Japan. <laughs> yep, yep. And I and 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 I think I think the f- their first Olympic gold during that uh, that Olympics for J- Japan was Taisa Toya. She won golden moguls who by the way just for reference isn't referred to as much these days because i think she's had her personal issues in the in the 20 plus years since that gold medal win just for reference i i think i think it's somebody else it's the person who came after her that's a little bit more revered these days in japan but that might be worth looking up anyway so there's a part of me wondering why it's kind of taking this long to really find that appeal again or to make an, a, a serious attempt at that appeal. And once again, it kind of comes back down to the politics of it all too. True, right? true, true, true. I mean, I'm, I'm just waiting for um, eSports to be a, a, an event, you know, get some overlapping. That, 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 I think that moment will be a little bit harder, I think harder to come by keep in mind there is a youth there is the youth uh, olympics as well that go on oh true, which, true. which go which go on which go on under the radar and is often just a testing ground for for events to be put into the into full exclu- uh, full inclusion into the regular olympics right and yeah esports i think does have a place at the table for asia for the asian games at the very least. I mean... But as for how serious it'll get, keep in mind that keep in mind what's considered the top games in, in the eSport world. It conceivably could change every so often, right? I feel like certain games are going to be there forever. Nothing's going <laughs> to stop so? that. Oh, I yeah. have trouble believing that. I think, I think we'll be playing Overwatch, Overwatch 14 and like... A decade or something like it's it's not going to end. Like well, Counter Strike, like uh, like <laughs> hundred years. In or a something. decade, we could be on. We might be on the precipice of Overwatch three. We're we're on the precipice of Overwatch two at this moment, but that's true, kind of true. dragging at the mo- as well. Plus, plus, um, let's just say Activision and Blizzard have their own issues to be dealing with after being served with a few lawsuits in recent. Years. Oh, dude, have you seen that Activision lawsuit? That is some wild stuff, man. Those are those mm-hmm. are some those are some very no wild people. Further comment, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I don't know. Do you have any uh, uh, takeaways from all that from the far- first couple days? I mean, we just want to really start this conversation. It's all it's very tangential. We fully admit it's not so anime. Japanese pop culture related stuff, but it it certainly has our attention because all this is happening in Tokyo. True, 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 true. I mean, I I, I will say this. I mean, I I I really really enjoy (laughs) the three on three basketball. I haven't seen any of it to be quite honest. Something about watching um, people twice your size play basketball against you just 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 the I was watching one of the women's women's um, three on three games, and it was like she's twice your size. Like there was, there is no way they're gonna win, and it's just it's it's fun because like it always reminds me of street ball, and I'm like, why are there why aren't there more teams? Why are there more countries who are competing in three on three basketball? I'm pretty sure America could put together a, a halfway decent men's team for three on three. I think Canada almost did too. I don't think they qualified any teams, but there might have been a technicality on that one. True, true, true. Once again. 
the politics. <laughs> it, it stopped. See, sometimes it's you wish it was always about the it's about the athletes most of the time, right? Right, right. But it's always something else. So, what what has your attention? What are you looking up? Oh no, just rewatching the uh, women's skateboard. Man, these these people are really. You're watching on your computer, right? Yep. See, I'm telling you, man, this this, this web portal is pretty good, guys. If you're uh, if you're in Canada, CBC's uh, done pretty. Actually, you know, Google themselves has done a really good job with it too. Like their their dashboard's pretty great too. Um, it's just a lot easily more accessible. Plus, Twitter's doing their thing where they're you know promoting lesser known stuff like the Andrew Murray thing this morning. How uh, he just dropped out because of that injury. That was that was wild. Yeah, and. Um, then- Andy Murray, and then uh, his replacement ends up beating Felix Ojeda Aliassime. <laughs> exactly. Lots of upsets today. Oh, same, same with, and once again, the basketball team. Yes. Just used, team, uh, team. The U.S. basketball team could have used Vince Carter against France. <laughs> they could have used the dream team, man. Who is the dream team? You need them. So, uh, there isn't, I don't know. As I said, we're watching this. We're watching this with curiosity because. There is there is the allure. Put it up like as I said, it, it's just too bad you end up you end up getting older and you realize there's a lot of crap that goes along concerning something like the Olympics, right? Oh, it's, 100%. It, it, you, you would have thought, like I'd say, it's supposed to be pure. It never really did start that way. I suppose. Nope. It's like it's like it's like politics, you know, like. You're young, you're disillusioned, you think that politics is one way, you know, electing fair people, but then you get a little older and you realize that no, everything sucks, uh, including everything, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're as I said, we, we, we are watching all this with interest, and I, I get the feeling we can, like, we just want to start this conversation. I know when we have the others in, in a next episode... And I'm getting texts saying, "Oops, I just got home." Kevin. It's, okay, it's okay, guys. Hey, hey, oh, next, Kevin, next, don't worry about it. We, next, we, we, next episode, said, guys. We, we, as we, I said, we'll, uh, next week we'll, we're gonna expand just a little more on all of this. These are just some rather random thoughts as we finish up uh, the weekend. The weekend here, as we get into what is it now? Day three. Well, well into day three there in Tokyo. That's now, the great thing about it, man. It's the, that, almost that time, noon there. That time difference is just, just, just French kiss awesome, man. Something about waking up early oh in the morning. To- what a way to put it. <laughs> uh, it's like me saying breaststroke when, when we had butterfly. I mean, the, the men, I think, just had their 100-meter breaststroke finals. I think someone oh, I think- won. Oh, just, it's a, just- yeah, it, yeah it's just, it just happened now. Yeah, uh, UK first. Netherlands and then Italy, I think. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> so I, I guess we'll just put it in to talk a little bit more about the uh, appealing to how do you appeal now with all that's happened? You know, is this a matter? Was this a matter of just principle that we go through this and finish it up? I, I mean. And, and save face. It's it's better than nothing, I guess. Like, what's what's the alternative, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm still noticing all the 2020 labeling everywhere, right? All, all well, the okay. Well, let's. I I guess we should end <laughs> off uh, on that thought. 
I, and that's marketing too. I mean, Euro was the Euro soccer tournament was billed as Euro 2020. I think it would that like these things go over budget anyway. There's right. no point spending more on marketing, labeling, banner, new banners, etc. To say 2021. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just, and it rolls. It just it's just easier for for everybody just to still refer to it as it was originally promoted. I mean, th- and, think, think about it, yo. They, they, they went through the bidding process. They, they got 2020, an iconic year. They were super happy. And the nature was like, I have other, you know. <laughs> was that you, Mike? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that, there's a thought just to later on. And as I said, it's, it's tough to talk about. It's late for us. We just want to get a few thoughts on, out there now. And I know we'll get the chance to talk about it with the others very soon. So there's, a, there's your thought, right? Yep. Anyway, uh, glad you wanted to do the Space Heater chat, Mo. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's fun. This first time we, uh, had, uh, we, we did this uh, without, well, who have we done this with? Yeah, James predominantly... I think we did one with Neil, right? We've never done it with Neil yet. No, okay. Technically, we did it with uh, with Angela. True. true Angela, Angela kind of kicked off the series. Yep. A year ago. So, uh, what did you think of doing the spa- a space heater chat for the first time? Uh, it was good. It's fun. You know, got the ransom bot stuff. Got the. To... It's 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 overall random. <laughs> the, the real version of it. It's just. It's completely random, really. <laughs> Just stuff that caught our attention that right. that may have some relation to the show as a whole, right? So, uh, well, let's see where where things stand after one week. And, oh, yeah, and one last thing, and, and we'll put this one. I'll put this one out there. I said these words from the CBC broadcasts, and I acknowledge. We'll acknowledge. There's a bias for CBC to put the fact that these games are going on in the terms they did there's a bias there there's they have some there's something in it for them to be broadcast to say that because they're the broadcaster right 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 so yeah uh, the these things there's the they have to dress it up man put lipstick on a pig of a situation right <laughs> That's, true true that's sort of and they paid for the right to do that and i feel bad because there's no like major superstars this year isn't there like like who's like there's no usain bolt or michael phelps right i mean who's the andre degrasse degrasse uh, will be in that mix for canada and obviously true. he that's he's he'll be one of their big guys right right anyway i know i get that i get that part of the story too and i get the feeling i'll be right through the coals by whoever actually cares to listen and be angered by that and maybe that's just me being delusional too. Well, I'll, I'll, let's let's uh, get the opinions of the others later on. Okay. Thumbs up from uh, Mo. A- anyway, thanks for li- uh, thanks for listening. Uh, that's all we'll have for this little mess. So, if you have any questions or comments, uh, feedback, just want to give us a thought as well. You know where to reach us. Basically, anything. Anime Roundtable, anime roundtable at gmail.com, at anime roundtable, anime roundtable.com. 
That's where you're going to reach us, email, Twitter, Instagram, and on the web. And uh, please don't forget to give us that five-star review. It helps us get out there, you know? Good imitation of Kevin, by the way. <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, for, uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for uh, taking a little time to listen, and uh, we'll talk to you in episode 47. Or was it 48? 48, 48, 48. Yeah, 48 yeah. In, uh, <laughs> at the end of the week.